Looking for work? Better pay? Better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. For the drive with Mark Ennis, presented by Fitness Market on 93.9 The Ville. Fitness Market is Louisville's premier location for home and commercial fitness equipment and electric bikes. Find them online at thefitnessmarket.com. Now here's Mark Ennis and Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into the drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Just a reminder again, Louisville and Virginia. Tip is at 7. Network pregame coverage here on 93.9 The Ville at 5.30 or so. So we'll be out of here uh, a little bit early today to turn you over to coverage uh, of that. I sent you that clip, uh, Spencer. Do you have that handy there? So the Field of 68, they've got a betting podcast. Uh, and, you know, like the best bets today, uh, not great. Because the base is like uh, Mississippi State totally going to roll Kentucky. So not great for the state here. Uh, gonna roll, and then Louisville minus six or plus 16 against Virginia. And he's like, ah, lay the points. But it, pretty harsh kind of assessment of Louisville. And I want to let you hear and then you I want to react to that say. real quick. Yeah, no kidding, right? Boys, Matthew, start us off. Uh, best bets. Try to find an updated number here. Give me a second. Three, two. One, it's still minus three. Just confirming yesterday is minus three. Mississippi State laying a field goal. Kentucky, sorry, John Cal, this is your last uh, hurrah, and it continues tonight. So, also reminder: check out that odds boost that Jim mentioned. Betting on the UNC Tar Heels and Kentucky to both miss the tournament at plus nine hundred. By my back of the napkin math, that's a pretty good value, and I think that value will only improve tonight with a loss. So get it in now, Jim. Yeah, that's what we say with, with futures, right? You want to time it right. And if this one, mm-hmm. Kentucky loses, that might go to plus 700 or something. A lot of good seed uh, lines coming out in Bet Rivers um, soon, like over-under seedings. Yep. Usually good ones to pick off. Maybe on a, a slow Monday show, we'll break down some of those. Kai, sure, after we get that. our bets in. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Kai, your uh, best bet. My best bet, Virginia, minus 16 is my best bet at Bet Rivers. Crockpot game, man. Uh, I think they're going to extend this lead over the full 40 slowly slowly build the lead until they eventually blow louisville out number one turnover rate defense versus the worst turnover team in the acc they have one guard louisville ellis it's not enough against this virginia defense their only path to scoring is by chucking from three now they're not shooting a terrible percentage but it's not a good way to beat virginia um I, i think they have a tough time scoring in general i think virginia scores at will with their cutting their action off screens and the mover blocker and their action off ball screens as well so virginia minus 16. Yeah. That- well, no, there's there's more. There's a there's a little bit 
No, that, that that's fine. That's fine. They, they continue. We don't have to play. That's fine. Continues on there, but like just very quickly, sixteen points is a ton of freaking points, especially for a Virginia team that doesn't just like light it up. But like the talk about the worst turnover team, the best turnover making team, and the idea of as soon as this, like as soon as this thing starts to get even slightly out of hand, they'll just roll over and let it become a snowball. Like no matter what you think of who's responsible for what this year. Who's on the hook for whatever has happened this year for this team and, and where the blame lies? I I think it's fair to say, no matter what, we cannot have people talking about Louisville basketball like this. You know, like I, we cannot do another year of this no. ever about people saying, well, you know, if you just play hard for like five minutes, they'll quit. Like to hell with that, man. That's terrible. I do, we can't like so what like I don't care who you think is to blame for it right now. It can't be true after this year. No, no. Like next year, it can't the 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 conversations around this team, the rhetoric around this team has to be completely different. Um, they have to reframe the discussion with their play. Uh, like they're, they're this fan base, this program can't stand another year of being the punchline in college basketball. That's not what we do. It's a tall task ahead. But the good news is, if you have a game where you don't do that, like this is a bonafide opponent. In the same way that Miami is was a is you know they're a top twenty five team, they're going to be a top four seed, you know that sort of thing. Uh, what Louisville did against them offensively, like you cannot deny that, like that was good. It was good, and it it might represent progress if you're able to do it on a regular basis. If they just stick in this game mentally and battle Virginia mentally and stay in it, it will be the best like mental performance of the year. Because I don't even think you could say that even in the three wins that they were like overly mentally sharp. In fact, the, the Florida A&M game was ugly. It, that was very ugly. And the Georgia Tech game was was a rock fight a little it bit. Was a rock fight. And they shot the ball really well. But I don't even think you could say the Western game was super sharp. If there's if they win, or if it's something like the Miami game or something where they just every time they get a lead, they fight right back, it will be the best sort of indication that maybe they're getting somewhere mentally. Yeah. I mean, it's too late, but it, it is better, the, the actual better late than ever. See, I agree, but the, um, the way I heard that analysis was kind of what I'm afraid of, and not necessarily them quitting, just... He basically said they'll just they'll just keep building the lead. You know what I mean? It'll it'll be kind of a slow burn. You know, it'll start. They'll get a, a three or four point lead early, and then they'll they'll build it out to eight, and by halftime, and then all of a sudden it's thirteen, and they just Louisville won't be equipped to, to fight back. You know, it'll just be kind of a slow build on that lead until all of a sudden you're losing by twenty, um, and that's what I'm afraid of. That like they just won't be able to outscore Virginia at any point. Because of the defense and because of their own defense. Um, and they can't be seen like this. This can't be our reputation. It can't. It's been that way. We were bad last year. We're abysmal this year. Like, you can't do it for another year. And I think that, that we'll we'll have a verdict on that pretty soon next season. Like It'll be one of those things that we could tell pretty early, I think. 
I, I think I agree with that. Yeah. And that's maybe like, one of, if it feels different or not. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, and that will be I think one of the cha- like one of the real challenges for Kenny is like so much is going to ride on what we presume will be you know, next year and how that should look that they're going to have to not only be better, they're going to have to be better right away. Cuz I don't know that people are even are going to have the stomach to even let next year's team kind of find their footing even though you're you probably do need to allow for that sort of thing because you're going to have such an unbelievably uh large we 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 expect amount of turnover but that's why I I just that's why I hate all of this talk of just sort of flushing the end of this season it, like now would be the time to bank a little bit of patience with some sort of progress here like, I just, I, I've never been comfortable with the notion that just like, well, we're all, you know, next year it'll be different. Well, like, man, there's still a team right now. Look, I'm with you, but the problem is the coaches have kind of changed their, Kenny changed his tone last week when he started really talking about the type of kids he's going to recruit, and he kind of threw, he just sort of glossed over this. It basically sounded well, to me like he was done with the coach, the kids he was coaching right now, whether that's a fair assessment or not. But they played really well at Miami. I know. That. I know. Is it possible that he really wasn't that? That it was that that was maybe the first time we've ever seen him sort of be motivational. It's entirely via the media because we don't. He has been so bad with this to this point. I'm talking messaging to this point that you might be right. That might be what that was, but it just felt so damn personal to me. Talking about the way they were parented and stuff like that, the way they were raised. I don't know. It felt. It felt. It felt pretty pointed to me. Uh, it worked out though. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, he said some things that it's hard to just walk back as motivational. Yeah, that's what uh, I'm saying. Which, yeah, no, right. And I, I, I agree with you. It is hard to take those as, uh, as motivational. But this, I mean, again, like this one, to, like if they were to play really well against Virginia, I mean, playing poorly against Virginia, people are going to kill him for it. But like. They made a lot of Rick like teams join look the club. horrible. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like that's not. It's the least indicative thing of somebody right. being a bad coach that you didn't play particularly well against Virginia. Nobody does. Like Louisville, it's just we're cursed to sort of just be this way against Tony Bennett. What do we got to do to get Tony Bennett to just have like a hankering to try the NBA or something? I don't know, because he's like the least NBA coach ever. I know. It ain't gonna work. That would be out. such a culture shock for him. The NBA, if the players like, okay, we're gonna play slow. We're gonna play this pack line. Like I don't think it would work out at all in the NBA for him. I just started listening. I just kind of an aside. I started reading an article about uh, Shaka Smart, and yeah. his approach, his yeah. approach at, at Marquette, and sort of um, eschewing the entire transfer portal market after the Nigel Pack deal. And he just kind of like it didn't sit right with him the way that that kids were basically just asking for massive amounts of money. He said it, it reset the market and and. He's had a lot of success with the team this year. I mean, I don't know if it's sustainable. <laughs> you know, I don't know if it's sustainable, but it was an interesting read. I got about halfway through it and finished that in the next next commercial break. But yeah, he's a uh, my biggest issue with Chaka Smart is that he grew hair. I was about to say his hair has been a journey. I know his hair has been a journey the last couple of years. Um, bald, I thought was a great look for him. He had some kind of kind of a interesting hairline situation going on in Texas in combination of hairline and hair. And now he's 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 got like another he's he's on like phase 3 of this. 
And I don't know, man. I, I think I like Shaka without any hair. I liked him better without hair. He was one of us. Yeah. Not one of me. I still have hair. No, one of us, yeah, not y'all. Yeah. <laughs> this us over here. I'm still hell with both of you. Yeah, that's right. Do you know what's right. funny though? Like my family is so bald. The, my older brother, who's the only guy that has hair at all, like I constantly make fun of him for having hair. <laughs> it's funny. How like that, he's like, the outlier. Yeah. So we're like, he's like legitimate. The, like we constantly just give him a hard time. That's for really it. funny. Like where's like, this haircut? Like, but he is the only one. I don't know how the math works out. The, what was it the Punnett squares or whatever right. that he ended yeah. up with the, with uh, with hair? But uh, we give him a hard time forever. My dad always gives me hell. He's like, oh, don't. Don't get used to that hair. It's going to go away. I'm like, Dad, that gene comes from the mom's side of the yeah. family. And my Uncle Mark and my Uncle John both had nice full heads of hair when they passed on. And all the like the bald people are on Dad's side of the family. He was bald. He was getting bald by the time I came around. My grandpa was bald. I had a nice full head of hair still somehow. Did you happen to catch the end of uh, NC State and Syracuse last night? I saw the I saw the line I saw the the handshake line. Yes, you, you had a a really questionable charge call. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. Uh, and, and then a handshake between Kevin Keats and and Jim Beheim that I don't care what they say because it was tense. There was something to that weird energy. Yes, weird energy. And Beheim was doing the smile of someone who thinks you're full of crap. Yeah, you, and, and he's an old man too. But like I've. Old men have perfected that smile. I've watched yeah. it, him in particular enough to know when he's smiling yeah. and his smile. It's like when someone calls you friend and they mean a-hole. Yeah. It's like he does that. And that is what he was doing. But I could not see Kevin Keats's face. His back was fully to the camera because it was uh, you know right there at, at center court there. But it's odd what was happening. I don't know what they were mad at one another about. But the ACC officiating, I hate to sound like Blanket Baker here. It super sucks. Yeah, it's 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 had it's, it hasn't had a banner week either. Like it's it's really uh, under the microscope right now between the end of the uh, the Duke Virginia game and the end of NC State Syracuse. But it was weird because at the beginning of that handshake, see Kevin Keats kind of like kind of hit Beheim's chest. You know what I mean? And sort of like like he was trying to make a point. And like it was weird, like exhibiting it, but he hit him with a little bit of force. You know what I mean? It was like hmm. This ain't good. This ain't, you know, and then Beheim looked like he tried to laugh it off a few times, and then he sort of had the maintained smile of, like, all right, buddy. Yeah, that's really what I could, like, I could almost see him saying it. Just like, okay, man. One thing. All right, I, Kevin. I, all right. I heard Marcus talk about this earlier, and we'll get to Roger in just a second. I heard Marcus talk about this, and I was glad that he did. Yeah. And I think he's right on this 100%. The Louisville players tonight, like, as part of kind of the mental toughness dialed in part i do not want to see them talking to officials tonight virginia is going to blast you on the pick and roll it's going to happen you're going to get hip checked like they're going to do the things that they do it's just the style i would much rather see them ignore it than fight for any kind of call and i've i've been annoyed. don't waste any calories on it yes right? i've been annoyed all year by the the shoulder shrugging and uh, a, a lot it feels like Officiate complaining about officiating is a luxury when you've can, when you've handled everything else. Exactly, exactly. Like and I, it's like I, complaining about a call when you don't defend. Yeah. The hell out of here with yeah. that. 
It's like, do you really think that missed call was the reason why he lost by eighteen? You know, like, come on, man, let's 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 get our own house in order. Yeah, and you, you can complain right. about how exactly. the game is being called. It's just a. <laughs> It's silly. I completely agree with that. I, I've had no patience for complaining about referees at all this year, and that's why, like, when it's brought up and there's there's blatantly bad calls, I'm like, guys, I, it's almost not worth tweeting about this bad call. It's not, and I've I've said that multiple times. Let's get uh, let's get Roger in here. Roger, welcome into the job. It's on your mind, bud. Hey, thanks for having me on. Um, you bet. Well, first of all, about the the game tonight. As, yes, sir. You know, our, our 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 season is not going good. You know, that's obvious. But I. I think at this point, Louisville fans, if they if they would just play hard, yeah, you know, we'd be happy. Either win or lose, we'd be happy. You know that they just played hard. Um, also, Mark, I, I got something for you now. I need to preface this with my my family's sense of humor is you know kind of kind of different, you know. But uh, we were at this funeral for my aunt. And my dad was up at the casket, and uh, we're, we're all follically challenged. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, my people. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and uh, my uncle was sitting next next to uh, my wife, and he leans over, looks at me, and looks up at my dad. He says, he, and "My dad's name is, is Levon." He says, "You know, if you put me and Levon's head together, you'd have a nice butt." <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. And he says this at a funeral, you know, and and so we're sitting there cracking up, and everybody else is like, "What's wrong with you all?" But you know, that's just our side of the family. You know, it's just kind of different. <laughs> I listen. Yeah. I appreciate that, Roger. Thank you so much. That's a, that is great. Actually, I love that. That's exactly the kind of thing we would joke about, and probably in something like that that form. Uh oh! A little bit of breaking news here. Oh, no. It's kind of related to the coaching world. Okay. Uh, apparently, domestic violence charges against Chris Beard have been dropped, which we expected. Yeah, Jeff Goodman then tweeted out, "Do not be surprised if Chris Beard is back coaching somewhere next season. In fact, I'd be more surprised if he weren't coaching now that the charges have been dropped." Just a little bit. I know dim subject, but you know, right before we leave, but it just broke ten minutes ago. Thanks a lot, Spencer. I appreciate that. I well, I do appreciate that. Look, he'll. I would imagine. Uh, he'll, he will find a job somewhere. Uh, I bet it's a pretty good job. I don't know about that. I You've got to be very careful. The, the letter that he received from Texas, basically saying like, no, we can still fire you yeah. even if the charges are dropped because there's, there's a horrific way uh, for charges to be dropped, and they basically seems like they kind of twisted the woman's arm yeah. to kind of walk this back to save his ass, and it didn't. Uh, it might help him get a job somewhere. I don't want to hear. I'm. Just, I don't want to hear from one of you, not one of you, that you want him. Now the charges have been God, dropped. No. Do not do it. Be better than that. guys. You like can it, do it. Be better than that. Domestic violence is a very sensitive issue, and the way charges get dropped and uh, lessened and the way victims get leaned on is very complicated. And I'm not – I wasn't there, obviously. I don't know what happened, but it's – it's complicated, and it doesn't necessarily mean it didn't happen, and doesn't necessarily mean that Texas had reasons why they wrote that letter. Yeah. I wouldn't touch him. And fired him for cause. Prod. Yeah, and he didn't fight it. He hadn't fought it yet. Also, I think we've done enough. Like I think I, th- I think we've done, like we've done enough of like chance taking. No, there are enough and, and reputation bathing. 
We don't. I want to break from that. Let somebody else. We don't need that. Do that garbage. Like I don't need any controversy with my head coach. Correct. I don't. We've had enough. We've had enough. Not necessarily of this. I'm not flavor. saying he can't ever work again. It, it just. I don't need it. I don't want to hear. I don't. No. I just have a feeling that somebody. And I don't think it's going to happen in Kentucky. I made that a halfway joke last week, but or Monday. I do think somebody in a Power Five conference or something like that. No, I bet he might has reach to work out. His way out. I don't know, man. I think it's going to be a relatively prominent job, not like a top ten job, but I think it's going to be somebody's going to reason their way to hiring that guy. I don't know, man. Sensibilities have really changed. People in these take chances. I on agree that stuff. sensibilities have changed. Sorry, and Spencer, it's a good thing. I'm sorry. I was saying people take chances on stuff. I mean, again, I wouldn't hire him. No, I think we're all in agreement there. Three of us, at least, but someone will. It's like, just inevitable. I agree that public sentiment has changed and sensibilities have changed for the better when it comes to these things. Still, think somebody is going to justify it by saying they were dropped, and I just, I just have a feeling about it. I hope I'm wrong. I hope you're wrong too. <laughs> that makes two of us. I mean, I, I, I'll be disappointed. Let me ask you this. All right. Do you think Louisville covers tonight? Um. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I have no idea why I think that. I, this is the one. I'm just a happy person. I don't know. I don't know, but this, the two Virginia games are the ones that I'm just. No, I don't think we do. I just don't. I think it's low scoring enough to where Virginia's not going to score a lot that it stays within the 16-point range, but that's about it. But their pace isn't quite as slow as past years, and there's nothing about our defense that indicates that we're going to stop them from scoring. I just That's where I'm at. You know, or I think 16 is not that big of a like I don't think it's I think it's going to be hovering around 10 to 12 most of the game, and then they'll go on a run and it'll be put away. I just that's how it feels to me. Like it's going to be a slow burn. It's not going to feel close, and it's just it's going to be feel. I hope I'm wrong. I hate talking about this game like this, but I don't know. I'm just going to stay away from it and bet Tiger Woods to make the cut this weekend. In the same way that we have always loved having UMBC to sort of hold over them, yeah. I and I hate that it's an it's analogous, but like. Nothing would make me happier than to have this over them. Over Locke? Yes. I was going to say, how soon do you yes. text Locke over if Locke. we somehow pull the win off? How soon are I'll you do like Locke? the uh, the Chris Mack Satterfield thing. We'll go TP Locke's house if Louisville beats Virginia. How about that? We've already had our interactions because I was happy Tiger Woods is playing golf this weekend. Oh, well, you should have known better. Locke, uh, uh, I don't care. I'll, I'll, I'll rub it in his face if, if Tiger does anything. If he makes the cut, I'm going to rub it in his face because he's – Locke, the king of like, even after he won the Masters, Locke was still like, I was Locke of the famous Tiger will never, ever win a major again. Tiger wins the Masters. He says, well, I was right for 10 years. No, that's not how that statement works. If you speak in absolutes and say he will never, ever win another major, the moment he wins a major, you've been wrong from the first time you espouse that opinion. That's how that works. Yeah, just that's that's just the fact. And if he didn't get in that damn car wreck, and if he could walk around, he's been playing phenomenal golf outside of the fact that he can't walk. That's kind of the whole thing. He gets tired, and he. But everybody says like these programs he's been showing up at, and the the man's swing is in. You shape. talk yourself into it every time, don't you? I do. 
The man's swing is in shape. I just don't know if he can walk around the course. I hope he can. I'm betting him to to make the cut. That's what I'm doing. I'm taking my Super Bowl winnings and I'm, I'm rolling them over into Tiger Woods making the cut. I was I would never do that. Not Why would you do that? Why not? Actually, I'm. He almost take- died. And. <laughs> what was your? What was the point of that? Coming? Like uh, to come back for him to come all the way back to being like a competitive golfer against other golfers at his age and health relative health. It seems like a long shot bet. I'm gonna take ten dollars. I'm gonna take jerks. You know what I meant, Mark. I'm gonna take ten dollars of that money and bet it on Tiger Woods all to right, hit a hole that- in one. Because <laughs> that's what the money is. Are you gonna bet Tiger to? It's win like six hundred to one. <laughs> Or something like I'll that. Tell you what we'll do. It's more. It's like thirty five hundred to one or something like that. It's it's crazy. I what well, we'll, you make bets like that, and whichever ones happen to hit, we will spend it all on stuff to put on Locke's house. Yes. How about that? How about we'll spend part of it because I'm going to need most of that. Money. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Whatever I, you could spare. I will. I will. I will invest at least a hundred dollars in stuff to put on Locke's house. I agree. And then when it happens, it was not us, Locke. It wasn't us, even though we had this that. audio recording. Right. This audio will not be used yeah. to get right. record a law. Right. We, will not, we will not be podcasting the third hour <laughs> of right. the drive We're going to pull a Dan Dockage and just scrub the podcast happened. of anything that was ever uh, damning right. for us. It's funny, his podcast just started disappearing. It's so weird how weird all that, that happened, is. yeah. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy, that guy. No, he's working for Outkick or whatever. Whatever. <laughs> they should call it that, Outkick or whatever. <laughs> Because that's basically every time that's I say it. That's what everyone calls it. That's what I do. Like Me every too. Time, every time I refer to somebody who's working, like it's, it's Michelle Tafoya, I don't know, like whoever. Yeah. It's just, it's always like uh, she's working for Outkicker or whatever. You know, the same, <laughs> it, it sucks though, because Clay Travis is a piece of crap. But like some underlings, is he there, still a dumbass? It's the same as Barstool. Like some of the underlings. Wonderful. Yeah. And I hate that I paint with a broad brush on those. I probably it sucks, but like when the guy's in charge, mm-hmm. it's really tough to advocate for any of the people below. Mm-hmm. For the product that makes him money. Pre-game coverage of Louisville and Virginia on the other side here. You've been listening to The Driving Nathan Louisville. See you. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition. And I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift, five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, come on, muscle through it. But then also say, hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com. 